Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Who is MVP? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. MVP, because we've got uh, one month to go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Your two front runners, the OGs. Rogers has an outstanding opportunity to go back to back. And the guy who's standing in his way. The Rich Eisen Show. Is Tom friggin' Brady. Today's guests. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. ESPN Monday Night Football Analyst, Brian Greasy. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Actor and comedian, Burt Kreischer. And now... It's Rich All right, everybody. Eisen. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live in Los Angeles, California. I am your humble host. I am uh, hoping to chat with you today. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Lots of serious conversations to be had uh, in this crazy mixed-up world. And then a lot of laughs <laughs> that we're going to have in hour number three. Burt Kreischer is going to join us here on the Rich Eisen Show in hour number three. I would suggest uh, any of you who want to see all of that, maybe uh, maybe Burt takes his shirt off. I have no idea. That's what he is known and prone to do. <laughs> Uh, NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Channel 85, Sirius XM. Uh, if you want to see us, you want to hear us, you want to hear us on uh, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate near you. Hopefully you're hearing us in that. And if not, you call up your station and say, what's uh, what's up with that? Uh, call. Uh, you could call us, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Hey, Rich. You know, the people have spoken. They want us to take our shirts off for hour three. Is that really? The way you question? 52%. Uh, Still time to influence the well, vote. Uh, if you I, want to I, put all I'm saying is I'm part of the 48%, and I'm the, the host of this program, and it's a shirts on edition. I did not hear that at all, Rich. What's up, Mikey D? How are you, Mike? Good, good to see you. TJ Jefferson, how are you over there, sir? Good so to basically, see you. Rich, you're saying people can't hide from us. We're available everywhere. Uh, pretty much, yeah. They can find yeah, us. YouTube.com uh, like slash that. Rich Eisen Show oh, as well. Oh, you got to be one of the... 330,000 now and growing subscribers of our uh, YouTube page. Yeah, and you can listen to us on our podcast uh, network, uh, the Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts can be acquired, the Rich Eisen Show, all three hours, uh, every single day. It's time to have this conversation about Steph Curry. Okay. As he is now the all-time reigning three-point champion. Okay. Three-point champion in the history of the National Basketball Association. The all-time greatest scorer from beyond the arc, uh, as they like to say. And uh, he passed Ray Allen's three-point yeah. record last night. And Ray flew in for the game. And Reggie Miller was broadcasting the game. And Steph Curry in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Um, he 
hoisted uh, the game or, or the uh, the record-setting three-pointer. It goes in, and the place went nuts. And uh, I will tell you this, and this is part of the conversation we need to have about Steph Curry, about him being so damn likable and beating you, him being so approachable and beating you. And that's part of his allure. And he just keep people just keep on kind of overlooking him now the last couple of years maybe not so much anymore where you know Durant had to come in order to get him where he needed to be after winning one without him and then Durant leaves and everybody thinks well they kind of stink and last year he had a terrific season everybody thought he was kind of over going into last year I, I I fully believe that that was the general sense that Curry was done. Clay was out, Warriors are done, and Curry is kind of no longer the Curry that we saw in his first several years of being a professional, even though every signpost of this guy's life tells you how damn special he is. TJ Jefferson, I know you as a Georgetown fan remember the 2008 NCAA tournament mm-hmm. when he and Davidson came for everybody's souls <laughs> in his sophomore year of college. By the way, after freshman year of college in which he set the NCAA record for threes in a single season. And that was in that 2008 NCAA tournament when Davidson came in as a 10 seed and beat Gonzaga because mm-hmm. he scored 30 of his 40 in the second half and then they went ahead and beat your Georgetown Hoyas in the second round, bounced them out. Made the Sweet 16 after Davidson was going on a run. It was their first tournament win since 1969, thanks to Steph. He scored 33 against Wisconsin after, by the way, 25 in the second half against Georgetown. They made the Elite Eight and lost to the eventual national champion Kansas Jayhawks by by two. They almost made the Final Four that year. His junior year, they didn't make the tournament, but he did have a monster stat line of 28 Five assists, 28 points per game, five assists. By the way, his freshman year, he averaged 21 points per game. That was second best in the country. The only player better than him was a kid from Texas named Kevin Durant. (laughs) How did he end up at Davidson? How did he wind up with the Warriors? Right? Blake Griffin was the first overall selection by the Clippers in that draft. Minnesota had a terrible draft. That's how. You guys know I was at the 2009 NBA draft. Really? Yeah, I was because as a Clipper fan, knowing Griffin was going first, oh, I, right. I went, so I was there. Well, Hashim to beat went to Memphis too. James Harden went to Oklahoma City at right, three. Right, but then Minnesota. Tyreek Evans went yeah. to Sacramento at four, and then Minnesota had back-to-back picks. Back-to-back. Yeah. They had two shots at Steph, yep. and they went Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn, Johnny and then Flynn. Steph was right there. And I remember sitting at home hoping that Steph Curry would fall to the Knicks in the next spot. Yep. And instead, he doesn't go to the Knicks. He goes to the Warriors, and last night he sets the all-time mark yep. for three-pointers at, the garden. <laughs> at Madison Square Garden. And Nick fans went crazy, which is, again, his magic potion of being so damn likable because New Yorkers love to hate people who just constantly win. A winner since day one, man. And now he's the all-time three-point king. And there's the photograph we're putting up on NBC Sports on Peacock. Ray Allen and and, uh, Reggie Miller presented him with a Warriors jersey with 2,974 on the back right there. 
because that's the magic number of three-pointers, man. Three-pointers. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, let me get this record, too. He's got uh, now a three-pointer in 152 consecutive games, a streak that began on the 1st of December 2018. That's second only to the streak of 157 straight games of at least one three-pointer from 2014 to 2016 that he set. He's got one and two right there. And um, so here's Curry after the game. I want to play this because this is just, I mean, it's so damn likable. We're, again, we, we most of the country began to know him first because of the NCAA tournament run that he went on. And then, of course, him turning the Warriors into a great team with Draymond Green, obviously, and Klay Thompson and Andre Iguodala. And then Durant joined them. And then, then you know, it broke up and everybody thought that would be the end of the Warriors, certainly after Thompson got hurt. Now here are the Warriors atop, you know, the NBA heap again, along with some other teams that can win the championship this year with Curry as a 33-year-old doing stuff that we haven't seen at this age since I would have to say what Kobe and Jordan were doing it, right? To such an excellent level at this age. Certainly from a backcourt, right? So this is Curry after the game. It was a it was a beautiful uh, I'll call it ending to this last week and the build up to getting this number and there's a special atmosphere. I knew the garden would deliver in terms of just how iconic this place is. But I really I can't say it enough. I appreciate so much the way the fans uh, embrace the moment with me and let me just kind of get lost in it and. Um, I could feel it once I let, you know took the the shot on the on the wing and it felt good, looked good, and it went. In. It felt like we were at home, um, and I didn't really realize that we were gonna foul and that there was gonna be a timeout and all that. It was just uh, a special moment for sure that I appreciate and I'll remember for you know, the rest of my life in terms of what it means to me to 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 pass Ray, a, a guy, him and Reggie and guys I looked up to coming into the game so definitely special can't tell you is again as a New Yorker Madison Square Garden where everybody gets booed what that means that they were cheering although again he was the recipient of MVP chance in Brooklyn earlier this year mm-hmm. so he's just universally popular this guy for the Warriors who are now 23 and 5 <laughs> half game lead on a team that won 18 in a row earlier this year. So here's the question about Curry. Did you put him on your Mount Rushmore in the NBA? All time? He's on the way to a third MVP this year, I think you can say. He's a front runner. Yeah, right? him and Durant, I think, are the okay. front runners. Yeah. MVP. What if he wins a championship this year? Is he finals MVP? Or is yeah, it, yeah. Or is yeah, yeah. Iguodala? Let's just put it all in there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, no, he's not on Mount Rushmore. No. TJ, uh, with all due respect, and I mean this as respectfully right. as possible, I don't think he's on my Mount Rushmore. But the guy is incredible. Why? Why, why not? Because he hasn't won the championships, right? Well, the who Mount would you have to take yeah, off Rich, of a Mount Rushmore? We're going to get I'm, into I'm, this more later today when we film our second episode of the Rich Eisen Basketball Podcast. Ah, we're going to talk, talk a lot about Curry. Which people can acquire at the moment on YouTube, uh, on our at, YouTube at page. At the moment on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, more on uh, news on that coming later on. Um, 
I think you can talk about Curry maybe an argument for the greatest point guard of all time if you want to consider him an actual point guard. But in terms of Mount Rushmore all-time greats NBA, uh, not there for me personally. Because it's threes, he doesn't won enough championships. No, what? because he's not been big. He's not a big man. He's basketball not a big players man. and like. He, well, I know Jordan's one of them. You take Kobe's a Magic Johnson, right? Kobe's not on my. I love Kobe, not on Mount Rushmore though. No, Mount Rushmore is you know Mike, Bill and, Le- Russell? Mike and LeBron. Will, Will you know? Then then you Magic. get into it. Is it Magic? Is it Kareem? Is it Wilt? Is it Bill Russell? You know. Why not Steph Curry, the all time grading three? I mean, the, the NBA is now about three pointers, right? NBA is now about to th- taking your threes is better than taking a two, right? How many finals the, MVPs for Steph? I'm just, that, that's it. That, what I mean, is, but that has a lot to do with it for me. I'm just throwing it out there. I know I'm an outlier here. I know I'm definitely climbing up. A, but change the game, change the way we see the game, change the way 21st future century, generations 21st are playing the game. century basketball. Everybody's playing the game from the outside in, isn't they? Yeah, and he did that. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to shoot threes. Everybody's shooting from the logos. Who's the best at that? Who's the best at that? Who's the guy you got to guard once you cross? Yeah, half court. Who's that guy? I think you got to pick him up full court. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, there's no doubt right? about that. Right? Change the game. Yes. The 21st century, the way the NBA is being played right now. Who's better at it than Steph Curry? I mean. The only person, as of right now, you might be able to say is like a Trey Young who could pull up, but Steph is Steph, and the only person who uh-huh. can maybe mess with Steph is Clay. You know, Clay's not playing right now. I'm so right now sitting pretty, saying the Warriors were going to win the championship. You did call that. One. I mean, you were. On I'm top feeling good that. about myself. I mean, he really had to make up for the Giannis bad day yeah. from last year. I mean, that's the worst take I've ever had in the history of this show. But if the Warriors win the title, I mean, that kind of does that. Is that the deodorant? I think it cancels it out. Okay, yeah. cancels it out. I think it cancels <laughs> I, it out. I think my, that take was so bad that the Heat shouldn't break up their team for Giannis because they finished second in the bubble. But I don't is, think anyone is one of is one of is one of my uh, worst takes ever. But no one predicted the Warriors to win the title coming into this. I year. think they're going to win it. I just kind of sniffed it. And the thing about the Steph, way that Curry finished last year, the way that everyone was overlooking him, the way that Clay's coming back. You're right. That kid Wiseman's coming back too. Wiggins is calling. That team is and and Draymond good. Green's a first ballot Hall of Famer too. Don't forget. Yeah. And their coach is amazing. Curry, man, what a night, in Madison Square Garden. Rich, the thing about Steph is between 14 and 15, and Chris, like, Steph was already a great player. He averaged 24 points a game. And then in 15, he went up to 30. So he added six points right. to his point total, which that's a lot of points. Big deal. Yeah. And that was the year that I think everybody went, wait a second. Like, we already we knew Steph was good, but that, that 15, 16 season, when he averaged 30, it was just like, wow. The greatest, Warriors became must see. Greatest shooter. Greatest shooter. So you could put him in. You say in the conversation, the greatest point guard, greatest shooter, not greatest player of all time. I would say he is the greatest shooter. Yeah, that, I mean, and it didn't He's need a, last night for that. No, to, yeah, I didn't need last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the, the sort top, of stuff but, that yeah, causes yeah, yeah. you to have these conversations. Yeah, but I'm saying it was already validated before. All right. I think we're looking at him and Magic maybe for best point guard ever, and then but Mount Rushmore is uh, not there because Magic's not there. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. Uh, unfortunately, what's here is uh, Omicron of COVID nineteen. Alvin Gentry, the interim head coach of the uh, Sacramento Kings, tested positive apparently. Um, 
the NFL has more players testing positive every single day now than they've had on their on the COVID nineteen list, you know, before. Uh, Kyle Allen, the Washington football team quarterback, who might be starting this week, he just was put into COVID protocols. And then, of course, there's the Cleveland Browns, who apparently um, have got such an outbreak that uh, it's calling into question whether this Saturday's game between the Browns and the Raiders can be played. Baker Mayfield in COVID protocols. Their coach, Kevin Stefanski, uh, twice vaxxed, once boosted, had it, now has it again. Apparently asymptomatic. Which is, you know, once again, I'll say this uh, for anyone who needs reminding um, that the fact is the vaccine doesn't work. I mean, the guy's had it before. He's got uh, two shots in him. He's double vaxxed, and then he got the booster. He's asymptomatic, folks. He's not going to the hospital. That's why you're vaccinated. That's the best chance. And by the way, it's possible if it's a false positive, you need two negative tests, and he's back. Same for Baker Mayfield, I might add. He's vaccinated. So on and so forth. What's the league going to do about this? Because, again, this is now Wednesday. The game is Saturday. The Browns' next game is Christmas Day, another Saturday. So if you push this game to, say, Monday or Tuesday and start taking pages out of your 2020 scheduling playbook, thanks to COVID-19, what do you do about that Packers game? What do you do about the next Raiders game? So this is a conundrum. And uh, league owners and brass are talking about it right now uh, at their owners meeting, the fall meeting amongst the membership right now, talking about it. Albert Breer is in Las Colinas, Texas. (laughs) We've all been in that hotel if you've covered a Dallas Cowboy (laughs) game or two. Um, And um, so that's where he is. He's going to step out middle of hour number two to discuss it. And again, um, as we're all living this every single day and sometimes feels like the walls are closing in and the world's going crazy, uh, need a good laugh. And Burt Kreischer is going to come in hour number three to provide all of that. (laughs) Let's go. The machine himself, the uh, host of Go Big Show on TBS, and also um, his his Birdie Boar relapse tour, is uh, he's picking it back up. On Thursday, in uh, my old stomping grounds of Redding, California, hey. he's going north. So that's why he's in town. I guess he's heading north tomorrow. You want to give him some, like, uh, you know, dinner spot recommendations? I, I haven't been there since um, the late the 90s. Mm. So I, I, I proffer to say that the town might have a new establishment. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, and when I was there, I was not dining in any place. You know, I was going to the old food for less and cooking my own stuff. <laughs> and, you my, kept, and you kept your shirt on. My $6.75 an hour rate that I was making as a Woo. sports broadcaster. You were rich back then. $6.75. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but let's, uh, let's take a break because we're going to talk about uh, everything going on in the NFL with not one but two folks. Brian Greasy, one of your... Broadcasters of Monday Night Football on ESPN is going to join us at the top of hour number two. One of our favorites, Chris Long, is joining us next. Podcaster now, Greenlight Podcast host, very popular. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Love chatting with Chris Long. We're going to do that when we come back right here on the Wednesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together. 
and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee, and right now you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our terrestrial radio network. Joining me here is one of my favorites, and I would say that even if he wasn't on hold hearing me introduce him on the Mercedes-Benz Vance phone line, uh, his Greenlight podcast is uh, very, very popular, and I always enjoy his takes, his opinions. He's Chris Long, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Chris? Rich, I'm good. I thought you were buttering me up to tell me how much my succession take uh, was terrible. It was. Uh, because I came around on it last night. You know what? It's funny that uh, that you bring that up first. I was going to bring it up last, but I'll, 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 I'll bite. Um, succession is one of the best television shows I've ever seen. And uh, it took me a couple of episodes of season one to get into it. Where Exactly. You know, the first couple episodes of season one, my wife and I are looking at each other like, why are we spending an hour... <laughs> with people that are just so horrible right like like who do i root for i don't root for anybody then i think it was like episode three or four it was like a rocket ship that kept going straight up uh through the stratosphere and it got so good and it's still that way it's this past season that just finished and i won't do any spoilers here spectacular it's like one episode after another is an opus but you, it, it took you until just now? I hated No, I hated it for 90 minutes. I, I had to get through the first 90 minutes, as you kind of put it. I'm, like, way behind. Oh, I, so you I, are. I, okay, so this is not a current yeah, so my, season my, situation. My, my, yeah, my okay. co-host, Macon, shout out, was like, he turned me on to White Lotus, which I thought I'd hate. I loved it. Okay. Um, he turned me on to Succession now, so I just started it. And I just thought the first 90 minutes, the characters were just so eager to overdevelop themselves and yes. annoyed the hell out of me. Correct. And then, and then all of a sudden, kind of like you said, you know, last night it clicked, and I admitted on Twitter yes. that uh, I no longer hate Succession. I'm done hating Succession. I'm into it, so well, I'm excited to see the next couple seasons. I am now officially jealous of you because the show is truly, Chris, I've never seen a show where the last show, actually, that that, that got so good from episode to episode uh, was Breaking Bad. That's how That was the last one that was just like, oh, God, that was incredible. And the next one was like, that is a classic. That's an instant classic. Yeah. And 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 no dramatic show, supposedly, makes me laugh out loud more than Succession. Laugh That's out loud. Good. It's so I'll great. admit it. It's pretty good. Right. So welcome, um, welcome. You got hey, you got Bert in studio today. I'm pretty yes, jealous of that. I do. Bert Kreischer coming here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shirts man, off, man. The legend. Shirts off. Hour number good. three. Not mine, but you know, 
just trying to give everybody what they want, which is more Bert Kreischer. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just jump into this right here, uh, Chris, with what's going on in Cleveland and COVID-19. Do you think, would players want to, would you want to play this game or would you want it canceled, pushed back? What would you, what do you think players are thinking about right now? Man, listen, I Chris. gambled on a game last year with a Wake Forest uh, quarterback uh, who was like a wide receiver, the Hinton game, the Hinton Taste yes, Hill game. Correct. I, I actually had to stick it out, and, and I bet that game on a Wednesday and had to stick it out and watch it. Uh, I don't feel bad for anybody. Get creative, win football games. This is this is entertaining to me. I hate the COVID part of it, but I am interested to see, you know, what teams are the most malleable, which teams have solutions to these problems, uh, who can hit the curveball the best because. You know, we all signed up for this, um, you know, over these few years, and we'll see how long this stuff lasts. Uh, but it's the reality that you're dealt. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't bend for that last year. I lost a few hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for anybody now. So w- w- what about if you go back to the days where you were playing, you're sitting in this locker room? You have the same sense, obviously, not laying anything I'm other than sure. your – I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really not sure how I'd feel. Um the way I'd probably feel, though, uh, is that, like, i got to control the controllables, which is, like, I haven't heard anything about that they're considering pushing a game back or anything like that. Uh, but I also decided this week that I wasn't going to ride the COVID wave and, and keep up with every inactive. I saw a list yesterday um, that was, like, 40 names long. And right. I, I think that's the big thing that people didn't think about is, like, eventually it gets cold, people hang out inside more. And the transmissibility goes up, and we're going to be dealing with this. Like we we thought we were out of the woods, um, and we're just not not from a standpoint of how the NFL's operated with this thing. Chris Long, two time Super Bowl champion here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, so then look, put yourself in the locker room in Jacksonville. What do you think the players are thinking there, right now? Oh, Chris? get me out of here! I mean, like you got to be kidding me! I, like if the things again because i mean, you know unnamed sources and that sort of thing but when there's enough smoke there's fire when there's a football emergency i think sometimes these unnamed sources can be can be useful i yeah i've been on a lot of bad teams i've been on teams multiple times worse than this jacksonville team they have a couple good players on the team they they've been competitive you know they they you know they they beat buffalo they've they've played people tough uh, at times um but I think they're a poorly coached football team on the surface, and the culture is terrible right now, and it starts with one guy. Um, you know, the thing that I heard he was running those assistant coaches through the ringer is ridiculous because the irony is it's like giving Mike Vrabel the dead fish handshake. I am team Vrabel all the way, and I know that they work together uh, in college, right? Like, it's almost like Urban forgets that he's not that guy in the pros. Like, this is, you're not that dude here. You know, like Mike Vrabel's that dude here. Like, you got to start showing some respect for the game and respect for the guys that are busting their asses and putting their their uh, livelihoods on the line and their health on the line for a guy that's, you know, just cultivated an incredibly toxic environment, it sounds like. It's almost like he's throwing the game. And I don't mean the games. I mean he's throwing the game when it comes to his employment with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, uh, as a player, I've been on worse teams, but I've never had a guy running the show that, that did anything like this, and that makes it really a tough pill to swallow being on a team like that. Wow. So, I mean, because my, my reaction to it is that we, we were all wondering, how's Irvin going to handle the losing? Because he lost only nine times at Ohio State. Nine. That's you it. You wondered that? <laughs> well, no. I, well, I mean, yeah. I, I wondered how will he – because you, if you're taking a job in the NFL, choosing first overall, no matter how generationally talented, you know, 
uh, Lawrence is, you know, Trevor Lawrence is so terrific, but you know how the, I mean, everyone knows, everyone watches football in that regard, so knows that there is going to be more losing potentially in the first year than you had in an entire tenure at Ohio State, so kind of have to slow your roll when it comes to that, but instead, it, it appears he employs the only thing that he knows when, when he loses once every two years, like he did at the other college level, and when you do that over and over and over again, it doesn't work in the NFL, so and 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 the thing that kind of hit me too, Chris, is that he was like, yeah, he's not used to people talking. I mean, welcome the NFL. I mean, that's well, that's the thing. It's like you know, I mean, really ask yourself: Do you think Urban Meyer ran these equations in his head? He's a guy who's used to winning. He expects that he's going to win. He expects that he's going to be successful. Um, you know, to a fault and over that line by a, a wide margin. So. I don't know, man. For for me, it's 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 disappointing because I do think there should be a standard of like workplace culture for NFL players. We put a lot on the line, and uh, it's a tough hand to be dealt. Like the average career is three, four years. If you're a great player, you play ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. I mean, like every year adds up, and your and 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 your marketability to other teams, as far as being um, you know individually you know, uh, successful in free agency or whatever, like that tape doesn't go away. And if you're playing in a circumstance like that schematically or culturally, it's a terrible waste of time. And I just feel bad for those guys. Um, but I don't think he thought through the possibility of him like losing. I don't think that's, that's really an equation that goes on in that guy's head. And have you ever been on a field where a player comes up to you and says, get me out of here. You have no idea what just happened on the sideline of my team. Oh, for sure. But a lot of that, a lot of times it's like a dysfunctional relationship with a position coach or like there's a dysfunctional um, situation with, with the GM or something like that. You know, the head coach to be so widely kind of like, what the heck is he doing? I mean, from the James Robinson thing to the disagreement he's had with, with uh, the receiver room to the whole debacle coming home uh, early in the season. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's ugly man and and it's not baseball it's not basketball it's not like man this is going to suck to to run around for 82 games or you know like i got to travel with this guy for the year like we're putting our livelihoods on the line and our health on the line and i think there needs to be like a standard for for how the workplace is is uh operating in the nfl what do you mean by that standard what do i mean this is this is i mean i can't cuss on your show but it's bs you know, some of the things that that are happening down there are true. It's it's a huge waste of time. It's uh, you can't get that time back. Every snap in the NFL is more important than than in other sports. I mean, uh, you know, the average careers are shorter, and you waste a year in the NFL. That could be that's career altering, and guys are wasting time down there. Chris Long here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. So, uh, you know, news out of Arizona now is that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is getting a second opinion on a, on a, a knee injury from the loss to the Rams. And uh, James Conner is now day-to-day with a knee injury, potentially even worse than that. It seems like Arizona had a more than just a loss on, on Monday night, um, or um, it's just a week in the NFL. Well, how do you suss out the NF- NFC right now through 14 weeks, well, Chris Long? I mean, I think the Green Bay Packers are the best team in the NFC and the Bucks are right there. Um, I, I think those two teams are the class of the NFC. Uh, I think that's becoming more apparent. You know, even with Kyler and Arizona playing their best, I just, you know, like the, the variability and how healthy he might be. Now, I think Cliff and those guys did a good job of, of resting him this time around. Last year, he had that shoulder injury that lingered for a while. And so it changed the style of football they played. 
it was obvious to me when he came back against Chicago that he was they were willing to allow him to make plays with legs. So I think he's healthy. I think that's a positive. They handled that well. But, you know, when it comes to that division and the Rams, like the Rams have had a little time to figure out the Robert Woods loss. McVay's been kind of under the, the hot lamp a little bit, and that's uncharacteristic. Um, you know, I think they're figuring some things out. And I, I do think when everybody scoffed at, like, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman that they're caping for – from Matt Stafford talking about how hurt he is. Like, I really do think he was hurt. And I do think he might still be hurt and getting healthy. I mean, like, uh, and he looked good the other night. So it's a good sign for the Rams. But I don't take too much from that game. They they, they created turnovers. Um, they had they created a turnover in the red area. You had a fourth and two drop by D-Hop, which is last time that happened in 2019 in the red area. Uh, they had another uh, a pick. So, you know, that ball he was trying to float to, to Ertz and, and Floyd made a great play. Like, they left a lot of points on the field. So this team, these teams are going to see each other again. I think sometimes in the NFL and with the media, we get so – we overreact to every game so mm-hmm. much. Like, they played two games. They went totally differently. Uh, these games are played, like, in a vacuum a lot, of, a lot of times. Like, little things can happen early in the ball game, um, like not getting points in the red zone or throwing that pick early – that changed the entire game. So they'll see each other again. I, I think as you look at that playoff picture, it's tracking that way. And I want to ask you about the Cowboys, in my opinion, sitting here. Um, you know, I, I don't say these words lightly. Um, Dak is definitely in a slump, as Jerry Jones essentially said on his radio show this week. And the offense and how healthy they are, and it does concern me, but it can be more than made up for because of number 11, who I think may be the most special rookie at the position since Lawrence Taylor. I, I wonder what you think of when you see Micah Parsons. Well, I never like sat there in real time and watched Lawrence Taylor. Like, so, you know, I'm always careful because yes. you know, there's one comparison. You're like, we don't compare people to LT and I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. saying you, I'm afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, like you saw LT play. And if you're saying that, like, you saw it happen in real time. Micah Parsons yeah. is incredible. I mean, he's an absolute alien man. Like to be able to do what he does, I've never seen a player that's a natural. Hey, here's the deal: like natural pass rusher, not just a guy who ad rushes well that you can move around. Like that's going to be quick and athletic and 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 hit the B gap on a on a pressure that you've schemed up for him. And he's a great finisher. He's all those things, and he has pass rush ability. So, like, this guy is a total X factor. I had Aaron Donald on my pod this morning, mm-hmm. uh, plugging the green light pod, um, yeah. and he called him a cheat code. And that's exactly what he is to me. Like, when you can move a guy around who's that dominant, who on Thursday night playing the Saints can run with a slot receiver down the left yeah, sideline and break a ball up that's, you know, he's six yards out of phase, it's ridiculous. Um, and he, you know, I was skeptical about the DPOI thing, but he's definitely in the running. I agree. Yeah, I don't recall seeing LT in coverage like what Parsons is doing, and and LT was a natural pass rusher. Like you could totally, you could tell that like right from the beginning. Like this guy was put on the planet to wreak havoc and make people frightened pre-snap. Totally, you know, and and <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm seeing from Parsons is what I'm seeing right now. Yep, from absolutely. him, a cheat code. And Aaron Donald calls him a cheat code. That is, uh, that's saying quite a bit, right there. And that's coming up on your next podcast. When does that drop? The Greenlight Podcast. That's out this morning. All right, yeah, so it's out this morning. Okay, right, so thanks. yeah, give it a. So spin, you do it. You do you it. Know? You post. You're just and you're moving on. That's how you're rolling. I love it. Yeah, you know it's it's a 24 hour rule. <laughs> you're enjoying it, Chris. You enjoying? Yeah, doing we're it? enjoying the win. We had Aaron Donald on today, Bill Simmons, and then and then and then we move on. You know, it's a 24 hour rule. Okay. 
You know, I'll come on too, Chris. I don't know if you're Rich, if I'm greenlight hey, worthy or you know. You know who I got? Com- I got somebody <laughs> from Michigan coming up. Who's that? What do you got? I do. It might be a pass rusher. Is it Aiden? Oh, that kid's really yeah. special, so, dude. So, so, oh, so we'll talk so about good. Rich Eisen. <laughs> yes, that should be the first thing you talk about. Yeah, not what his do you dad. Think about Rich Eisen? Not his dad. Not Most Ohio State alums. Not the you think Charles Woodson or Rich Eisen. Which one? Yeah, yeah. The start, start, start bench or cut. Yeah, me, me, him, and Brady. Put him in there. See how I <laughs> see how good. I do. See how I do. Good. Put throw Good Desmond in. On, bro. Why not? Yeah, any any time, please. I'd love to. I'd love to uh, reciprocate. Last one for you. What you're seeing out of New England um, oh, is yeah. what, Chris. What do you got for their me? Defense, their defense is so ball aware. They don't play as much man as they used to. Uh, being able to generate pass rush with Judon and Barmore, like hitting on draft picks, hitting on free agents, uh, hitting on you know running backs in the draft. Like Stevenson's great. Um, and just like being willing, to, being New England, being willing to do whatever it takes to win any given week. Okay, you know, um, and this week is going to be the one week for me where I think I actually like the Colts. Uh, but that's if Carson can manage not to do those. Carson's not a volume interception thrower. Okay, like I don't care what anybody says. The one year was terrible. What he is is when he throws a pick, he throws it all the way. So as long as he doesn't go all the way uh, a couple times. This weekend, and I think, like, I bet you Bill's going to try to make Carson beat them. I think this is a really tough matchup for New England. Um, that run game has been a little bit of an issue from them, and their their floor was kind of exposed. And it's a good floor to have because they won by two, three touchdowns, but against the Tennessee Titans a few weeks ago, they really ran the football. I'm sure Indy's looking at that tape. It's going to be a really good football game. Look forward to it. I guess going full circle, uh, say hi to Logan Roy. That's If that's Howie's Logan, um, who are you? What, what's the Long family in succession? If you want to divvy oh, it up. Uh, what do you got? Long family? I don't know, but my favorite character is Tom. You've nailed it, sir. You've, how many episodes are you in? Annoying as hell, dude. I don't know I, if we need like, to say anymore. How many episodes are you in? Really? I'm three episodes uh, in. And, oh. already, and already you have, oh. you have identified. Okay. Shaking the tree. Shaking the tree. Okay. And Greg, he and Greg, the conversations between he and Greg oh. are laughing out loud hilarious it is just the greatest you're oh i I am so jealous of you but you have pegged you have pegged you have you've gotten it right that you finally came around and tom wamsgans is your favorite wait till wait till this oh god don't say anymore no no no. the rest of season season one no no the rest of season one is just a, a delight certainly when it comes to him and then and then beyond thanks for the call chris thank you rich you got it green light podcast everybody right there green lights can't lose. <laughs> can't lose. Full can't heart lose. green lights. Can't, can't lose. lose. I thought you meant Logan can't lose. No, no. no he can't. Again, that's yeah, Chris Long. Yeah. Love everything about him. Yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah, he makes the Colts this weekend, huh? Uh, you know, I was thinking about that, too. But mm-hmm. uh, I've still got a couple more days to th- uh, to come up with it. Yeah. Belichick coming off a bye has got to be uh, somewhat concerning to the opponent. Figure out that record. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, college football, it appears the world has been turned upside down, and the guy who is holding it up and high stepping right now, it should be no surprise as to that's the person who's upending the table, wrecking the buffet at the college football Harrow Club. That's coming up next. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. December 15th, big day. Big day in college football. Why? Well, big day like today is the reason why Lincoln Riley left uh, Oklahoma for USC right after Bedlam. Today's the day why Brian Kelly left Notre Dame for LSU when Notre Dame was sitting around waiting for results to occur four days later to see if they would actually play for a national championship and make the Final Four. Those moves are made because they needed those coaches in place recruiting and hitting the recruiting trail for a day like today, December 15th, early signing period today. And we're all sitting back waiting to hear what sort of class Alabama had or what Lincoln Riley's been able to do. This is why USC paid him all that money and bought a a half of his – real estate properties and stuff like that. And this is why Brian Kelly's now in Louisiana with his family. Like, that's why we get to see what he does with his new family down there in LSU. And we'll see, you know, how Jim Harbaugh is going to follow up this big season and what's Ryan Day going to do and so on and so forth. And the one name you don't hear a lot about has put his name front and center and said, wait a minute, everybody. How come you're not talking about Jackson State how come you're not talking about the program run by the football championship subdivision coach of the year? Why aren't you talking about this HBCU run by Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders has flipped the number one recruit in the nation to come to his spot at Jackson State. And as if that's not a delicious enough power move for Dion by Dion, the program he took, Travis Hunter of Collins Hill High School in Georgia, top recruit cornerback. The program he took him from was Florida State. And here is the young man we're showing you on the screen right here. Everybody, he's taking off his Florida State hat, flipping it aside, and then 
showing the Believe shirt and putting on the J of Jackson State on his head, and everybody's going crazy at Collins Hill High School. So you could see he's got some flair and some dramatic flair at that, just like his coach sitting there, hardly being able to make a step right now because of his medical condition and his surgery that he had on his foot. Deion Sanders still getting the top recruit in the nation. I repeat, top recruit in the nation. Everybody's top 500, 300, 200, 100, one. Got the kid to go tell Florida State, pound sand, I'm going to Jackson State. I told everybody here when Dion took the job at Jackson State, look out. And I told everybody that Florida State made a mistake and not hiring this guy. He was in line for it. He went there. He knows the program. And he wasn't hired. They hire Mike Norvell, who's gone 8-13 and 13 since, and they've made a verbal agreement to keep him there through 2026. Maybe right for the program and the mind's eye of whoever's making those decisions or whatever boosters are there making those decisions on behalf of Florida State. This guy, Deion Sanders, it's interesting to say this, but it's true. He's been overlooked his entire career and life. How could he be overlooked, Rich, when he's one of the most popular athletes of his generation and popular figures of his generation? How can a guy who sings Must Be the Money and then shows up as a Saturday Night Live host be overlooked? How can that guy be overlooked? How can primetime be overlooked? Here's how he can be overlooked. Because you think he's not serious. That's why. You think he's not serious because he's primetime and he doesn't take things seriously. Incorrect. Everybody, it's all part of his plan. It's all part of his plan. Ask anybody who played with him, most prepared guy, most professional guy. Ask him. Ask them all. When he came to NFL Network, all I heard from some people was, yeah, I mean, how serious is he going to be as a broadcaster? What's he going to do? Really? How great of a teammate can he be prime time and all of this? One of the best I've ever worked with. I'll tell the story again. When he showed up and we did game day highlights and... It was me, him, and Mariucci. He was concerned with Mariucci sitting at the end of the set. They would be sitting right there in the center. Concerned that Mariucci sitting in the middle at the end of the set would be left off at the end. And we wanted to make sure that Mooch was going to get his say in there. I was Dion. Dion flying to everybody's parties. He came. He showed up to my uh, 40th. He surprised me. Flew in. I'm telling everybody that this guy is serious and you should take him seriously. Oh, yeah, what's he done as a coach? How's he paid his dues? He knows the sport, and most importantly, in the 21st century, he knows how to reach kids and talk to them. Why is it any surprise that the top prospect who's a cornerback says, I'll put my future in the hands of you, Deion Sanders? 
When he walked in at the Combine, I'm getting goosebumps just even thinking about it. He was like the godfather walking in amongst all the defensive backs when we at the NFL Network employed him down on the field amongst all the corners. They all wanted to get around him and talk to him and feel him and touch him and get some sort of two cents from him. Why is it any surprise that Travis Hunter says yes to him? It shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be when the NIL deals are coming in and everybody's going to want to see what's going on at Jackson State down there. Mm -hmm. What's going on with Dion? What's he building down there in NIL and transfer portals? He's perfect for this. He's made for this moment in college football. So I'm sure the surprise, this surprise in this, this is one of the biggest surprises in the history of doing this sort of thing in recruiting. Shouldn't be. Florida State, you made a big mistake. Huge mistake. And and Dion Prime, you know, what a chef's kiss moment for you, man. You take this kid, you surprise the whole country after you win coach of the year. And you surprise the whole country and you take him from Florida State. This moment has got to be just off the charts for Prime. And he's serious. Guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to schedule this team or you're going you're to avoid him. He's going to come try to beat you. Now he's going to try to win championships at your level, even though you're in the, he's in the supposed subdivision. He's coming, man. <laughs> and I am here for all of it. I am here for yeah, all of it. Crazy. Bruce Feldman called it the biggest shock in 20 years. Yeah. Well, and I understand it's a shock because it's an HBCU taking a kid from Florida State. And, and the number one player. Right, the he's the number one player and all that. But yeah. it shouldn't be a shock because it's prime doing it. Yeah. Doing it. And this kid won't be the first. He will not be the first. He will not be the first and only. Let's put it that way. He won't be the last. Good for you, Prime. What a day, December 15th. Stolen and hold it up, Prime. High-stepping with Travis Hunter. Going to Mississippi. Good for you.